Episode two of uh, Al Heron Talks, the podcast. And today, um, like always, our uh, end goal is to entertain, educate, and encourage. And so if we can do at least one of those, Derek, we're we're doing good. But uh, ideally, we'll knock out all three. So uh, today, our special guest is Mr. Derek Butts. And Derek is uh, the the owner and and the principal of um, uh, Assist You to Win, and Assist You to Win is a uh, a company uh, that is dedicated to trying to do exactly what it said, Assist You to Win. So he is a sales coach, motivational speaker, just a, an, an outstanding uh, voice for anyone who is looking to uh, improve. Uh, their uh, productivity, or just improve their life in general. And so uh, I've heard him speak a number of times, and I've always been very impressed. And, uh, and like I've always told you, all I have some of the coolest friends, and, uh, and anytime I get a chance to get them in front of uh, all the rest of you, I am going to do that. And so Derek has been uh, kind enough to join us today, and uh, he's got some amazing insight and opinions and, and uh, advice that uh, I want to make sure is shared with all of us on today. So before we get started, though, Derek, if, you, if my, my introduction, if I was lacking there, if there's anything that uh, needs to be added, please do so. The only thing else that needs to be added is I'm glad to be here. All right. <laughs> Outstanding. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me so much. Well, good, good. I always like to... Uh, Get started with um, kind of talking about things that might be going on in the world and then give people a chance to to get to know the personality of, of the guest. And uh, I remarked earlier today to some some people, I think I may have even done it on Facebook, that I was late getting into the building um, because the Stephanie Mills jam put in a rush on me. It was on the radio, and I hadn't heard it in a long time, and I stayed in the car. I was even running a little bit late. But I was not getting out of the car until that song finished. In fact, I have a feature in the car, you know, through XM Radio. You can turn around and, and, and play it back. Right? So I rolled it Uh-oh. back. I, I, I got to hear putting the rush on me two times Uh-oh. before I came into the, into the office today because that was, was my jam. That's an underrated jam. If y'all want to do yourself a, a favor, go Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, whoever, but uh, y'all need to go go check out that Stephanie Mills. Put a rush. On, yeah, you're putting a rush on me. Yeah, you were young, though, Dad. You probably, that's probably before you. Yeah, you got to bring some 90s stuff for me. Okay, you know, well, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, and that's, it was that's, almost that's, there because you said 88. Yeah, late 80s. Okay, so late probably 80s. 88, okay. I think, 87, 88. Okay. But uh, that's a jam. 90s okay. is good, too, right? But, uh, you know, Stephanie Mills is one of those uh, very underrated uh, R&B singers from, from that era. And so we want to. We're going to give Stephanie Mills her props. So y'all go, go drive. I don't know how much royalty they get when you play their music on Spotify or <laughs> Amazon. Music. They you, get something. Because you did it. But look, Pulled listen, it back. She, she got, yeah, I listened to her twice and then uh, rolled it on uh, Amazon Music too. So y'all go help Stephanie Mills out today <laughs> and play that jam. Um, is there a song that would keep you from, from getting into the office on time? If you're in the car. 
right now that song came on, it doesn't have to be just one song. I mean, just if if there's a jam that would come on and you, man, I can't can't leave oh, yeah. this until this is over. Yeah. Uh, well, what would that be? Yeah, you know, it ain't Stephanie, but <laughs> but I mine would be "I Miss You" by Aaron Hall. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man, if that comes on, we got to get to the part talking about me, baby. You got to get to that part of the song, and I got to hear it. Yeah, really. Aaron Hall, white suit with the video. That was back when we used to watch MTV raps, and we had the different videos. And right, stuff. right, right. Yeah, white suit. You know, piano was in the room, ball head. Aaron yeah, Hall. that one would yeah. have been on BET. Uh, um, what is it? Midnight Love. What was that on on BET? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had to. The, the videos of late at night. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Get your slow jam on. Slow but jam. so that is okay. Interesting. Yeah. Aaron, I ain't heard that name in a minute, but uh, yeah, he's probably but still out there you. trying to, does he ever come around with the little summer jams and, you know, the old school the artists tours. that, yeah, come yeah. out to the, I don't, I don't know if he has. Budweiser Superfest. I don't think he needs to make <laughs> any more music because I Miss You was enough. Well, you know, there are a lot of artists that, uh, there comes a time where it's, you know, put a pin in it. You you yeah. good. Let's yeah. just kind of live on that. Right. Know, because usually right. when they keep adding to the portfolio, it's not always that that right. great. We had that conversation last week with uh, Johnny Collins and Benita Love talking about uh, Stevie Wonder and Smokey Robinson. I, you know, great artists, both love them, yeah. love Stevie and Smokey. But Smokey got the nerve, I think today, dropped a new album. Smokey like, dropped the new album? At 80... Three. You know what, though? People are living longer. And they don't always want to adapt to the stuff that they hear today. So I think that's a great thing. He you got to, Now, hopefully, he put it on a cassette or a <laughs> CD or something. But, but, <laughs> you're, not, you're not relying on streaming services. Right, right, right. Everybody, his, his core audience. Yeah, because yeah. my mom would have to ask me to get it for her. Yeah. What button do I click? How do I get this on here? <laughs> And then when I want to hear it, how do I pull it back up? Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, no, no, no. So, you know, there's some people who are still doing stuff. God bless you, Smokey. Do your thing. I just, you know. It ain't Stephanie Mills. No. Now, if <laughs> Stephanie Mills wanted to come out with something new, I'd support it. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Derek, I want to start with something I saw from you just today. This morning, there was a post you had on Facebook that uh, and you can correct me if I'm 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 a paraphrase paraphrase it because I don't remember exactly how you said it but you you were referencing value and that uh, no matter where a person is um, if they are valuable that value will be recognized where they are and if it is not it will be recognized by somewhere else or someone else or some other place. And obviously that person can transition to that, to that place where their value is being recognized and appreciated. And so right, right. if I said that no, wrong, you can, no, you, you, you got it. I okay. love it. All right. Now tell me about that. Cause it's, it's a, it kind of goes along with the conversation that we've had yeah. not too long ago in the office about, um, you know, people always thinking the grass is greener uh, somewhere else, and I've always contended that the grass is greenest where you water it. That's good. Yeah. And uh, so, but talk about that a little bit. You know, I think what really inspired it. I'm getting ready to speak in Virginia 
and a lady that runs a C-suite place, and we were talking, and she was keep she was telling me about this is the time of the year where people are starting to get their raises, and too oftentimes companies are bragging about their net number for the year, and the companies are winning, but then the individuals are looking and saying, well, how come it's not a direct correlation to my check, and so one of the things that people have to do is they got to study the market in which they're in. There was a time when loyalty was just the thing that we would do, just get to a place, stay there and never leave because people did take care of people when they stayed. But we're in a generation where sometimes your competitor needs the service or they want the service sometimes more than where your place is that you're working. And if you get to a place that you feel that you're not being treated fairly and compensation is not just your check. It's all the other things that come along with it, you know. But if you're at that place, then we got to remind ourselves that the power of choice still lies within. We don't need to continue down to the place that we're disgruntled if we can just make a decision. So be careful because if you start to pipe up, don't just do it and not be willing to have a, either a backup or a place to go if that's what you choose to do. Or have that conversation with your employer. What does it take? What do I need to do? How do I showcase my value? And is this valuable to you? Sometimes sure. what we do is valuable to us, but not to the employer. And maybe that's the reason why. At least you can align yourself properly so you can put yourself in that position to get the total compensation that maybe you desire or deserve. Absolutely. I think uh, that value or a person's value proposition uh, it, it can't be, um, uh, it, it has to be something that is on full display, right? It can't be a, a deal where you are valuable, but not everybody knows it or notices it. And right. so I am by nature, I'm, I'm a little conservative about, um, publicity and things of that nature, but I've learned uh, that you can't be too shy and too uh, uh, to yourself about your accomplishments and about your abilities and about your skills because uh, in the world that we live in today, um, not a lot of people take the time to really dig deep and find out right. what they need to find out. It is what stands out is what they see first. Mm -hmm. And if they see the skill, they see the ability, they see what they want almost before even doing a lot of uh, a, a deep dive. That's what they go after. That's what they yeah. compensate. That's what they appreciate and make sure that they have on the team. That's right. And so if you're a little too shy about say, you know, letting people know, Hey, no, I did this. I gave you that. I, I, I initiated this. Mm -hmm. There'll be a lot of other people quick to uh, uh, take credit for uh, what you have done and you'll find them advancing as you're sitting there disgruntled trying to figure out why not me. Right. And so you have to find that balance to be able to, um, to make sure that everybody knows, Hey, look, I'm a, I'm, I'm a contributor here. I'm not just a contributor. I am a major contributor. That's right. Uh, to That's this right. process and to what's going on here. And so can you speak on that? How, how does a, you know, the, the uh, assistant principal that's trying to become a principal, um, uh, 
what does he or she do to make sure that, hey, look, I want the, the district, I want administration, the administration to see me, but I don't want to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little shy about just kind of putting my stuff out there like that. But what would your advice be, Mr. Coach? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'll throw it on me. Here we go. No, I, I think, though, like you said, you, there has to be a balance in it. You never want to be too overly aggressive that you over – overextend your welcome at a place because wherever your place of employment is, they're there for a reason. you got a job to do. So I always say the first thing you do is you got to win on the level in which you were hired on for. You can't be looking at the next level until you've mastered the level that you're on. Like so that. the first thing is make sure that you are dotting your I's and crossing your T's based on the assignment in which you were hired for. The second thing is I think you ought to communicate. Well, before you even go, because yes, I like to, I like, yes, I want to yes, make sure that's a great point you just made right there so before even looking to that next stop or looking to that 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 next level mm-hmm. you gotta make sure you tight where you are right now that's right right yeah. and and a lot of times people will think they're, they're tight, tight where yeah. they are <laughs> right but they're really not right and so they're expecting that advancement or expecting more to happen but it's not happening because you've not quite as good as you think you are that's right where you are yeah and there's nothing wrong with that because we don't all start off uh mastering where we are but that has to be the goal if there's a step that you want to take after where you are currently you got to get this part down tight first that's right yeah. and then those opportunities should uh come along no that and that's so good because you know, I know for my own life, I used to think that I was better than I was. And, or, and, and, and so then privately, I'm having these conversations with myself. But truth be told, I may have been good, but great was available. And if people have an opportunity to hire great over good, they'll always choose great. And so you have to continue to push yourself, go to the next place. And it can't just be that you're better than you were last year, but is it in comparison to what is the other people around you in your field doing? Mm-hmm. You got to go for the best portion of that. And because, you know, the, the flip of it is I remember a man told me one of the general managers of, in my world said, listen, Derek, before you make a demand, make sure you're in demand. Mm. And so too often times we try to start making demands and we're not even in demand. See, I love you it. Know? Yeah. Take notes. See, this is why we, this is why Derek is here today. Y'all got some, some notes you can take. Now, just, <laughs> and you take these notes and put them on your window, on your mirror at home and, and when you're brushing your teeth, you can you can look at that. I'm do it in Derek's voice again. As I'm looking at that note, what does that note say, Derek? As I'm looking and brushing my teeth, you're I'm brushing your teeth right now. And, now what are you using? What it, kind of I mean, I'm, I'm always crest. Okay, we, crest. We, we, right, we crest right, right in my there. house. Okay, so while you're looking there and brushing your teeth, make sure you're in demand before you make a demand. Absolutely, that is <laughs> that is kind of key, right? So cool. So continue. So step yeah. two. Step two. So now that you know that you took care of yours, you got to schedule a time to have a real conversation about the future, and that future can be both the place of your employment as well as the place of your advancement. What does that that look like? What's the career path look like? All companies many times have some type of succession planning that they have. And it doesn't have to be just when the person above you retires. The company could grow. The company could need a new department. The school could need it, as you use in reference, inside your district or even outside the district. The person that you're uh, uh, employed by should know what your desires are because if they're a true leader, they're not done leading you until they help find you your next. Let's see. 
And so that's really what leadership is, is really helping develop you so that not that that they they don't hold you, that they help you get to that next place. So communication is very key because what can happen in that communication is we can set a timeline up. We can set checkpoints up. We can set the development process up of here's some of the things that I think you need to grow in. Here's things that you're doing well. And here's something that I want to do. Let's check in quarterly to see where you are in these areas. Here's maybe a book you can read. Now you can get mentorship right here from a person that is leading you. And they're going to be really helping you because their true success is not just in what they're doing there, but in also what they can do somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Because what are you going to say? If it wasn't for this person, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be here. And that's just a direct correlation to who it is that's leading you. Sure. I like that. And I have a a good friend from college, my boy, J.D. Moore. Uh, He is, uh, you know, he's very wealthy uh, individual now doing great things. Uh, but his, 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 his rise in corporate America has always been to make sure that the person who has entrusted him to be their number two mm-hmm. is shining as a number one because he is the number two. Mm-hmm. So in other words, yeah. you the man or you the woman because I'm the one that's right here. Yeah, And as a result of that, because I am doing for you, you will, mm-hmm. at the right time, make sure that I'm well taken care of. Man, you, you know, you said it, you said, you mentioned Johnny was one of your guests. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other night I was sitting with, with Winston from Community National Title. And those that know, you know, Winston is that number two, mm-hmm. but he's a number one. Sure. And Winston said it to me, he said, you know what, Derek, I finally got peace when I turned 40 that I am a great supporter. And he said, that's my role. He said, and I recognize that if I will be the best number two that I can be, I'm going to be number one at being number two, but I'm going to be the best number two. It's going to take me to places that I didn't, couldn't imagine. It's going to cause me to have a lifestyle that I couldn't imagine. He said, it's going to do all the things that some people think that I'm supposed to be a number one. And too often people get pushed out into something else when they should have stayed doing what they do so well. And guess what? Together, we really can now rock at a whole nother place. So, I mean, I just thought that was so good, you know, and it. That's was, very insightful because yeah. what that Listen, there are places that being the number two is a whole lot better than being the number one somewhere else. Right, right, right. right. There's more money. It's a better lifestyle. It's, yeah. So just to say I'm number one, I'm the number one, I'm, I'm the person in charge here is not the end goal. Shouldn't be. The, the end goal is that you are properly appreciated and compensated and living the life that allows you to provide for yourself and those who are, you are in charge of their care because of what it is that you do and the value that you provide. And so a lot of times that, that being that, that absolute rock star number two, you're going to be elevated to a number one position, whether it's at that company or another, but it is okay. That's right. That if the number two spot there is better than number one else, uh, other places in the industry, you better stay there. I think that's why we have a lot of eight-member churches. 
I'm just saying. You know, I was just thinking as you were talking, I said, where is that really seen? Man. You seen see a lot of that, don't you? That's eight member yeah. churches. They, and they should have been a, like a minister of, and they decided to be the pastor of because they weren't getting no recognition. Right, right. right? And so when, when they were when they were just back to mastering, you know, you didn't even mm-hmm. master that children's church, right? <laughs> right, Kids, right, right, right. You, you didn't even get that right, but you, right. you were already looking to me because you want to be the pastor. You want to get that yeah. get that raspy voice and sounding hoarse every, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so that's a whole other deal. We, we better not go down that right, one. Right, right, right. We, we <laughs> but it's a great example. It's a great example because there's no reason to have as many churches as we have, right? Yeah. Uh, there's one on every single corner, and most of that is birthed out of someone believing mm-hmm. that, hey, my skill set, and, that, and, you know, ain't even that, that conversation about a the Lord has has led me to. No, it's I decided I'm supposed to that's be. Right, right. You know, God ain't even in that. But anyway, that's a whole another another thing. We won't I'm we sorry. won't do that. One. So yeah, <laughs> but yes. Uh, so, and it goes back to the whole the grass is greenest where you water. Yeah, that was water great. and take care of it. Yeah, right. And so those who um, aspire to uh, to 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 greater things. Um, Take care of what you are in charge of. What be a good steward of what it is that you are in charge of, and yeah. then if those opportunities come, and they will, um, then you'll be able to make that, make that, make that move. So, outstanding. So here's another thing too, Derek. Since uh, you're here, and we generally have we have an audience of, of everybody. I don't want to ever be on here. Um, you know, of course, I'm a real estate base. That's what I've done my whole right. life, and. Uh, and so normally I'm talking to a bunch of real estate agents and uh, trying to get them to become peak performers, right, to, to perform at their very best. And a lot of the times um, the discussion or the belief of the agent is that they need to now just spend all their time on the craft of, of, of real estate. Let me just get, if I can get even better at writing this contract. I'm like, you, you're really good at writing the contract. It's not a whole lot more you can, can do there. Or I get really good at showing properties and you're good at that. They don't realize that you can be the best person to write contracts, the best uh, negotiator, the best all of that. But if you don't have any clients to do that for, Come on. this doesn't work. So there's another aspect to this, yeah. to, to this promotion. If some an agent wants to move from being just a, you know, closing seven deals a year and they want to be more significant, they want to prov- build a significant business, they got to understand there's more to the business yeah. other than real estate. Yeah. And in fact, truth be told, don't tell anybody I told you this, but the successful realtor more of the time that they, their biggest allocation of time needs to be spent on the promotion of the brand of them. Come on. Right? Yeah. yeah. If the people don't know that I'm the person you need to use, this doesn't work. Yeah. They need to know that they can call me to get them out of that apartment. They need to know to call me to get them the most money that house they're trying to sell they need to know that i am the person so there's a lot of time spent if you're a successful realtor 
not in real estate, yeah, but in promotion. Man, I'm telling you, I know you're gonna have to brush your teeth again tomorrow. So I'm gonna give you another one. Give of me, those. give me another I'm one. All right, I'm just yeah. gonna coin what you just said. <laughs> Visibility creates opportunity. Absolutely, and that's it. You know, I grew up in the car business, so a different product, but very similar. I didn't know anything about engine sizes, horsepowers, and all those things. I just didn't. But my focus was I can master people, mm-hmm. and I knew how to connect with people. And that's really all it is, is once you connect, they'll guide you to the place of what they want because most people know what they want more than you know. Mm-hmm. So all you got to do is connect with and have the opportunity to do the things that you, quote, unquote, studied about. Mm-hmm. And as you stated, yeah, I think people hide behind their education or hide in the education so they can have this busyness. that They're not effective or productive, and they don't do those things because there's either a fear factor to them or there's a work factor to them. <laughs> And I'm just telling you right now, even though we're highly compensated in our fields, sometimes you would think that we're not. You'd almost think that you got to do so many of them in order to get some money. But truth be told, man, if we just connect with people and connect with people and connect with people, you'll have a motivation to go find the education. Absolutely. And so I love how you put what you just said. Right. So it's not that and I don't want anybody to ever think this because even, especially even the way we, you know, people ask me about uh, what we do at Monument Realty, we, you know, we, we kind of game the system in a little bit because the people that we, we're not like a lot of the companies where it's just, hey, as long as you breathe and you got a pulse, come on, sign on so we can have bodies. We don't, right. we're not looking for bodies. We're looking for people that have shown a track record of being productive we have the three P's, we're professional, productive, and positive. That's what we want. We have those those kind of people. So we look for what we what we want because we know that is a pathway to success. That right. person with that that kind of makeup. But one of the things that a lot of people lack or miss is the fact that they have to understand that I may be positive and productive and professional. And the person that people need to use to help them with a transaction. But if I don't have the ability to tell that story mm-hmm. and then get that story to the masses, mm-hmm. I miss the opportunity mm-hmm. to do a lot of transactions just because people don't know me. They yeah. don't they don't know I'm the person to use. And so I love, you know. Say what you want about Deion Sanders. I know that some people don't like Deion. Some people love Deion. Um, but I tell you this about Deion Sanders. Yeah. The dude is a winner. Oh, yeah. He is a winner. Oh, yeah. And he is a marketing genius. Yeah. What he did going to Jackson State and and giving Jack, helping Jackson State be as successful as they were in those, what was he, three years there mm-hmm. at Jackson State? Creating a culture, a winning culture, uh, and and setting a, uh, a level of expectation um, for that program right. did a lot for Jackson State. Oh, yeah. But if Dion had done that in obscurity, mm. Dion wouldn't be at Colorado right now, yeah. a Power 5 school. Right. Right. So the genius of Dion was to make sure that he was able to accomplish what he accomplished, but 
but he documented it. He Man. told the story. Man, you're so right. He documented it. And so everybody got to see yeah. what was happening. They didn't have to guess about it. Yep. They didn't have to assume. They didn't have to question. No, I'm going to give you video evidence. Yeah, we win it every week, but I want you to see behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so he he video they videoed everything. His his son, I can't think of the son's name, who's the one that's been doing all the video recording and, and so uh, one of his sons was one of his it? sons is, okay. is leading that effort. Wow. So whether he's recording his interactions at practice, right. his his recruiting, his just the day to day, getting to know Dion as a personality, they documented he controlled the narrative. And so not only controlled the narrative, then made sure that the narrative was out there for the public. And so then all of a sudden, the brand of Dion yeah. uh, associated with the brand of Jackson State, they became kind of intertwined because Jackson State was Dion, Dion was Jackson State. Right. Other schools decided, shoot, we want that. I want that. Now, if he had been working, you know, in, in anonymity and they were winning, people would have noticed that they were winning. Yeah, but we wouldn't have known because it's a swag school. Right. So it's not but, like and, and it don't Derek, come on yeah, ESPN. And Derek didn't say that like it's a swag school. I want to make because listen, because right, right. you they'll come for you. Let me say it again. <laughs> he was coaching at a swag school, and before then they didn't put it on – TV and they weren't putting it on Sports Center and they Absolutely. weren't doing that Absolutely. prior to him doing what he did. But yeah, Absolutely. Okay. But he brought prominence back to HBCUs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so people were paying attention to it. It was get, right. ESPN covering ES, uh, uh, HBCU football. And there would be a lot of haters who said, well, now nah, we were working already. We were already doing this. We were already trying to improve the product. We were already, well, but it wasn't until Dion showed up and helped the masses see mm-hmm. what was happening there with HBCU football. The people who knew knew, right? Yeah. The the HBCU uh supporters from 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 way back knew what was up. And so, but not everybody did. And so right. what Dion made sure happened was I'm gonna make this visible so everybody can see it. And, and you know he might not say this, but I'm sure this. Would, and so everybody can see me, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, right. And, and, nothing, and nothing wrong because before that. it was coach, it was prime time. Listen, so you're you, right. We know who we talking right, about, right? Right, right. right. We talking about prime, right? And so I mean, he's coach prime, gold chain on the side. Ain't no way he's doing that shades and all that kind of stuff. So it's nothing wrong with that because here's what happened: he started winning. He Elevated the brand of Dion, but elevated the brand of Jackson State. And so then on the Power Five level, the big schools decided, one in particular, mm-hmm. we need some of that Dion magic. Hmm. And so Colorado went and rolled out the red carpet, and now all of a sudden Dion is there, and already they're seeing the impact of it as these star players or these, these, these high-rated players, these five-star recruits are saying, I'm going to Colorado. That's right. And they're going to a place that is cold. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Aspen, and so when I was in Aspen, we stopped through Denver, of course, close to, to sure. where Colorado. And it's cold. Now, 
most times we don't want to play football in the cold. We're trying to play at Miami. We're trying to play in Texas. We're trying to play in Oklahoma where it's at least warm for right. a lot of the season. Right. We'll, we'll right. We might a, have a we might have a road game that'll be a little right. cold. Make it might get a little cool. Right. Right, right. But 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 these guys gonna play football now in the cold because of because of prime time, because of Coach Prime. So right. no right. You, right. That's that you know what? That's that is a powerful point though. Because I mean twofold. You know, of course, the part of him doing what he did. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that you brought knowledge to me in regards that his son was documenting mm-hmm. and that his son kept that camera rolling. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to see the whole story, mm-hmm. right? We didn't just get to see the championship game. We got to see practice. We got to see behind the scene. We got to see him talking to the kids' moms. I mean, we got to see that whole story because that story is what people relate to. That's how they make decisions. The yeah. decisions are made based on the story yeah. and the relatability that comes from knowing the story. Yeah. So I want to be like Dion, right? The 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 kid that's the cornerback and says, I want to be like Dion. And so why not go where Dion is? Mm-hmm. And I get to see how Dion treats his players. I get to see how Dion treats the staff. I get to see how Dion is just in in life. And now I feel like, okay, I, I let's say I'm a parent and I got a kid. I'm about to send to school. And all of a sudden I see how Dion is. I may have had one perception of him. Mm-hmm. The narrative could have been controlled in another way. Uh, but now I get to see the story that he is controlling. He's controlling this narrative, and he's and what I'm seeing is what he wants me to see, mm-hmm. and what I see I like. So I don't mind sending my kid there. Go play for Dion. Go play for Coach Prime. Right. Well, I got to watch him coach live because I was at the Alcorn State Jackson State game. Okay. Why well, we at that? What you went to? My 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 mom graduated from Alcorn State. So well, that's the side I was on. Okay. 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 So now we lost the game. Right. You did. But it sure was great with the tailgate. The right. Party. The atmosphere was it great. It was great. Right. And to the point that when Jackson State rolls through and all of the the police officers and the escort and everything that comes with Coach Prime doing what he does. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I watched while I was there is I watched during warm-ups. He went from giving his speech in the in the end zone, mm-hmm. running on the field as the leader in front of the pack. But I watched him go and touch every single one of his players. Mm-hmm. And that I don't know why, but that meant something to me that day that this man is here also knowing that his role goes beyond sports and he's making sure that these young men know that each of them matter. Mm-hmm. That's what I got from it was like, you know, I want to make sure everyone knows that, yeah, we put it in, we put all this work in this week. We about to go do what we about to do right here. But I want you to know that I see you, you matter to me. And as a, as you state being documented as a parent, as a family member, that's what you want. That's mm-hmm. what you want mm-hmm. from your coach. You want that person that can relate, that can do those things. And, like you know, I can see why Colorado did what they did. Mm-hmm. Sure. I can see why they asked him to come do what he's doing. And, sure. I mean, you know, it's just what happens. Elevation happens. He was in demand. He was in demand. <laughs> and was, elevation happens. Yeah. He yeah. was in demand. Do y'all put that one on your mirror, too? <laughs> 
for elevation to happen, you must be in demand. Yeah. Right? And if people ever really understand that and understand what it takes to be in demand, whatever field it is, and then they understand to, to be in demand and to be in demand generally is because you have been able to display your your skill set. Mm-hmm. In other words, you've the story of you is being told and that people see it and they like what they see, you're in demand. Mm-hmm. And so and that in demand means you're in demand not only where you currently are, you're in demand outside of the place. I um there was a guy that uh that that uh, I won't say his name because y'all might know him. A lot of my Facebook friends are watching this, but anyway, he was dating a uh, young lady. What was the lady's name? <laughs> <laughs> he was dating a young lady, and he didn't want. He had a problem with the fact that there were other guys that were pursuing her. And like, man, I don't want to deal with all that, man. I don't want, I mean, forget, I don't want to deal with all that. And I told him, I said, dude, you don't want the one that nobody wants. You don't want the one that nobody else is, is after. Right. That's not, that's not what you want. Right. So your job is to get on your job. Right. <laughs> and be the one that she wants. That's right. That's good. Right? That's good. That's how that works. You want to, you want, you want something that everybody else wants and covets because that means there is some value there, mm-hmm. right? You just got to make sure you are deserving of that and that they want you. Yeah. And, uh, and that stuck with me because he ended up with her. Okay. And realized he didn't want her, right? <laughs> so just like the general public didn't, he found out that he really didn't want her either. And I say all that to say is that there is something to be said for something that is in demand. It is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so don't don't shy away from it. If you are of value, make yourself uh, in demand. You know, like you said, in real estate, right, in sales, in real estate specifically, because that's what we're here talking about, that as a realtor, you want – people to know that you got people that's working with you Mm -hmm. because people like that. When I go on Google or I go on Yelp and look for reviews and I'm looking for a restaurant and it has zero, I'm curious, like, okay, is this brand new? Did it just open? Nobody's saying anything about it. And sometimes what we have to promote and market is that very thing. Let's just know who we work with. Tell the story about that person. Sometimes the indirect marketing has just as much power as the, the, the direct marketing. Mm-hmm. If you remember in the Super Bowl, I think it was a couple years ago, where the company spends millions of dollars and they put a QR code up. Mm-hmm. Now, it was the right timing to do that, but they put a QR code up for 30 seconds. And it said that their website almost crashed because everybody was so ready to put their phone up and check what was behind that QR code. And so it's that, though. People want to be visible and they want value to be there. Mm -hmm. And if we do that and showcase those right things, you're going to continue to have people coming to your front door. Mm -hmm. And that's what everybody wants. And it takes your seven person to maybe 14, maybe to 21. 
whatever. Even to a higher number, who knows? Well, the deal that, especially here, um, we've got a program that we call Operation 630 that we're doing here at Monument, okay. and specifically in our Arlington office. So those of you who, you know, are looking to, you know, we got the eye open looking for another place possibly to work in real estate. You know, we, we do have some openings. Uh, but we have a, a deal that we call Operation 630, and it is designed uh, to get agents up and closing at least 36 transactions a year. 36 transactions a year for those who are not in real estate. You close 36 transactions a year, you're doing really, really, really well. You're able to, to start moving down the line of providing for your children's children. Mm-hmm. And that's what you should, should strive for. But in that program, it is incumbent upon those who are participating to get outside of their comfort zone and become that. Because in real estate, it's, it's not in real estate sales. It's not, you're not simply selling houses. Right. Right. The product is actually you. That's good. You, you're trying to get somebody to understand that they're, uh, it is in their best interest to use you to help them make this purchase mm-hmm. or to help them make this sale. And so they have to get outside of their comfort zone and understand that what I'm actually having to sell to the general public is me. And I've, I've got to get them to understand that I'm, a, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm who they need. Yeah, and so good. for so many of us, that is so difficult. But in that, that program that we have, we, we push the envelope. You have to be out there. You're going to, they're going to have to know that, uh, you know, just like Deion Sanders was the right person for Jackson State, uh, uh, Colorado felt like he was the right person for them. Yeah. And so he was in demand. And so becoming in demand through the, the proper display of your competencies and your skill set, through control of the narrative, telling your story, and using the social media platforms and all those things that we have available to us, they can get you where you need to go. That's and right, right now, um, you know, for those who are selling real estate, this year is going to be much more difficult than what real estate was the last couple of years. Um, but for those who stay the course and understand what they have to do, mm-hmm. this can be a banner year for them because they're going to be a bunch of real estate agents who get out of the business. Um, there's going to be a lot who move into more of a part-time status. And for that agent who understands that and says, okay, this is a perfect time to go take market share. Man, I'm telling you, I just saw the illustration. Exactly Man, right. I'm telling you, yes. Go take the market share, yeah. and guess what? You win it. Yeah. And if you work like you work to take market share, they won't be able to take it away from you. That's right. That's right. No, the I saw that old school game when we used to play. It was the hungry, hungry hippo. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and if you sat there and didn't hit your button, right, you weren't gonna get them little pebbles. That's right. That's but right. But if you go get get it get it on right now, like you just say, whoever does go get visible is just gonna go get more of the business. Absolutely. Because the business is gonna go to somebody. You just gotta decide: is it gonna be the? I'm, am I gonna be the somebody it comes to? And right now, man, you're giving them the formula. And I mean, I think the only P we need to do is put some pressure on them. There you go. You need to add, add that P to add the pressure. Pee, huh? Put a little pressure right there. Because if we get a little pressure before you know it, you know, you know, because you started the whole 
brushing your teeth thing. Mm-hmm. I remember, though, when you get to the end of the toothpaste, mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to just throw it away. Mm-hmm. My mom, no, hold on, you got enough. I'm not going to the grocery store for two more days. And so you had to get toothpaste out of something that you didn't think there was any more toothpaste in. Mm-hmm. And you know how you would roll it up right. a little bit. You roll it up <laughs> all the way until it was starting to move to the top. And then you would squeeze. Right. I think that's what accountability really looks like. And sometimes we resist the roll up and the squeeze. And so as they're in the project uh, 630, as they're inside of that, right? And so like you said, if they got spots available, these folks are getting it on. These folks, like, they're doing business. So if you're speaking and talking negative talk and talking this stuff that this is the market, maybe the thing you need is just to change company. Yeah, it, changing company may mean you change companies, but you may need to get yourself around a group that's getting it on because they're going to help you roll it up and squeeze and get something out of you because it's already in you. Sure. So you got to be in this kind of environment like a monument so you can have a monument type of year. Because if that's if that's what you want, it's here for you. Absolutely. They're giving you the playbook. Absolutely. <laughs> Just, Absolutely. You've got to come join it and get a part of it because – it's going to be available. Like Absolutely. you say, some people are going to die off. Other people are going to live. You just got to choose which one you're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good, Derek Butts. And here's the thing, Derek, if you have a uh, – Derek is a great speaker for corporations. And, and if you've got events that you need to have somebody come and really um, uh, be a thought-provoking figure and a catalyst for uh, great things for your group, y'all need to – reach out to, to Derek. Derek, how can somebody reach you if they need you to come speak? I mean, you, you'll go wherever. You, he'll, go, he'll go talk to one of those eight-person churches he was talking about. <laughs> as long as y'all give me more than chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, to reach out, though, thank you for allowing me to even tell who I am and what I do. So, yeah, to reach out, assist you to win. It's A-S-S-I-S-T, the letter U, the number two, W-I-N. You can find me anywhere with assist you to win. It's .com. It's assist you to win on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, any place that's assist you to win. We would love to be of assistance to you in order for you to win. Love it, love it, love it. And I appreciate all of you tuning in to Al Heron Talks. This was our second episode. And want to thank, of course, Marcella Robles, who's handling all of our edits and, and controlling the board today. We didn't have Benita with us today, but Benita will be back on our next one. So we normally... <laughs> Row with Miss Benita Love, but uh, so she was out today. But we, we got a we got a word today, man. I got a lot of stuff to put on the mirror, right? <laughs> I'm putting on. I'm putting on my. There you go. There you go. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you on the next one.